Hello Senior Team message is presented in this caregiver-centric podcast, providing an update on what's new and exciting across the campuses of Enlo Medical Center. Hello everyone, I'm Jolene Francis, Vice President of Philanthropy and Communications, sharing the microphone today with Chief Financial Officer Kevin Woodward. Kevin is going to share some insights into the complex world of finances at Enlo, how we ended our last fiscal year, as well as what opportunities and hurdles are in front of us this fiscal year. Thanks for joining me today, Kevin. How are you today? I'm good, Jolene. Thanks for having me. Good. Glad you could be here. So, Kevin, we all know that Enlo is a nonprofit organization, but that doesn't mean that we're anti-profit, right? I mean, what does nonprofit really mean for an organization like ours? Probably not the most important term. We're, we're tax exempt, which is probably more important to us as an organization. A nonprofit really is a state state law term. And then the tax exemption status really comes from the federal government. But usually what it means is we have a different mission than a for-profit organization. So we're not chasing profits. We're trying to fulfill a community need as a nonprofit organization. There are some special considerations uh, relative to our tax exemption, which would include, obviously, we don't pay federal income taxes or state income taxes, nor do we pay property taxes, which affords us additional theoretical capital to continue to reinvest, not only in the organization, but the community. Great. We do pay sales tax, though, right, on all of the equipment that we purchase. So sales tax is a big part of, of our anything we purchase. That's true. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So not completely tax-free. No. Anyway, we know that we are a very large organization with an approximate $800 million a year budget. But even in a good year, we basically break even. So can you tell us why we become so concerned when our expenses rise or our census numbers drop? For sure. It's it's really simple math. The rate at which our, our cost structure reprices typically outpaces the rate at which we can reprice our, our revenues, meaning what we're paid for services provided. Typically, the federal government through Medicare uh, reprices annually and, and modestly, typically one to three percent. But our cost structure and our wage structure is nearly double that on an annual basis. And it'll go up about six percent per year. Medi-Cal basically hasn't repriced their reimbursement for outpatient services for over a decade. So you can imagine um, what's occurred over time just with our cost structure over that that same horizon. So that's the biggest challenge we have is just our ability to reprice the revenue side. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting when they they put mandates on us and, and things are going to cost us more now, they don't really line up to to pay us more. So it's it's a very interesting thing that you have to juggle from from your standpoint and your role. Any margin at all, or even you know, for us to achieve a level of performance where we break even, is really done on the backs of commercial payers, right? And so that's only about you know fifteen to eighteen percent of our business, and so it's tough that we have to reprice that component or piece of our business. To, to cover the, the, the costs or increasing costs of, of an $800 million cost structure. Mm-hmm. So. But even when we do that, we can't do it really quickly, can we? I mean, we're locked into multi-year contracts with those yeah. private payers. So it's not like we can flip a switch and change our revenue stream. Nope, you're, you're right. It, they are typically multi-year contracts. And just and over time, and particularly in, in the current environment, just having the leverage that's needed to negotiate with the payers 
has diminished quite a bit. We're, we're seeing across the country when people go out with a notice of termination with the intent to renegotiate their contracts, that the payers are actually coming back with reductions relative to their payment terms. And so it's a real challenging time for all of us. Yeah. I will say you and your team are really, really good at doing those negotiations, though. I've seen some of the results of that over the last couple of years. So got a great team working with you. Kevin, looking out to the horizon, what, in your opinion, is the biggest opportunity to grow market share and increase our revenues while expanding the level of care that our community needs? We have a really broad mission. And and when we look at our services or service lines, there's actually only a handful that provide the margin to support the rest of the mission. And those really being cardiovascular, believe it or not, mother, baby, digestive disease, our inpatient, outpatient rehabilitation services, most notably cancer services, right? So Mm -hmm. the strategy should be and has been to invest in those to continue to try to grow those service lines because there are opportunities to expand services as well as reach outside of our community to pull in additional margin to support the rest of the mission and, and community need. So that makes the new cancer center build pretty timely for us, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the most strategic strategic thing we can do. And and there is some sense of urgency behind it. We need to make sure that this happens, that that build gets done uh, without much delay. It is the largest margin service line that we have that supports the rest of what we do. Mm-hmm. And the patient numbers continue to increase. And we are we really are strapped for space in our current cancer center. So, yeah, for there's sure. quite a quite a number of reasons why this has become our top line priority at this point. Right. From the business side of it, we look at it and say we only have a 40% market share from a community need. The inverse of that is basically 60% of those that are in our community go outside of their, you know, our community for their care. So there's a huge need that we're not fulfilling. And so we need to definitely expand the mission of our cancer program. Yeah. And as we did a little bit of study about cancer rates in California, we find that we are in some of the counties with the higher rate, the highest rates of cancer in the entire state. So when you put all of those things together, really does make sense that we're moving forward with this project as as rapidly as we are. So I got one last question for you today, Kevin. What is the one message that you would give every staff member about the hurdles that we're going to be facing in the coming year? from a financial perspective? We just have to be concerned with our our cost structure and try to manage those expenses as best we can, at the same time, not harming our reputation for for the level of care that we provide. So there's always that balance between quality and cost. And right now, I think there has to be a focus on cost in light of our inability to reprice our revenue side of the, the house and continue the focus around quality. That's a good message. I hope everyone heard that. Well, that's about all the time that we have for today. Kevin, thank you for your time and transparency behind the Enlo microphone. We appreciate you very much and your team. Thanks to all our listeners for spending time with us and sharing this program with your colleagues and friends. We'll talk again on October 1st when we'll welcome CEO Mike Wiltermood back to share news and information important to you. Until then, this is Jolene Francis, and I wish you all a most sincere thank you for caring for our community. 